Well, good evening, everybody. Great to see you this evening on a Saturday night in Vero Beach. And we had our winter wonderland last night. Amen. And, uh, and I just want to say thank you so much to all the volunteers and everybody that helped. It was just so awesome to see so many of you come out and from early in the morning on yesterday and even from days before, many people were pre preparing for last night and we had a lot of people that came out and we, we really pray that the, that the church was able to bless the community. That was our goal. And we want to be a light in the darkness. Can you say amen? And uh, I want to thank my team as well, the staff. They worked very, very hard and they all were just great. It was wonderful. Amen. And... Uh, so, yes, I'll, I'll thank you all again tomorrow, okay? <laughs> um, we're going to get into the Word in just a moment. It's been um, this week, you know, I've been see seeking the Lord, and, you know, specifically I was doing a lot of preparation for tomorrow. And tomorrow I'm going to be sharing with you. Last week I shared the vision. Tomorrow I'm going to explain I'm going to explain it to you in a sermon. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Amen. But I really believe that at the beginning of this year, God spoke to us very clearly that this would be the year of the Word of God, the Word. And I believe that God has been desiring to speak very clearly to His church specifically. In a time where the church, it's like the bell has rung, the alarm has sounded, and the church must rise up in this hour and do what we are called to do as the body of Christ. But with that, it's so important that we grasp the fullness of the purposes and plans that God has for our lives. Every single one of us has a purpose. God has placed us on this earth to fulfill that destiny that He's called us to walk in. But in our journey with Christ, with the Lord, it's so important that we hear from God. How many of you want to hear from the Lord? Amen. I'm so glad you all raised your hands. Wonderful. I can't see in the back, so I don't know if you did or didn't. But I think you all did, so I'm very happy. Amen. It's important that when we seek Scripture, when we study Scripture, when we hear Scripture, when we learn Scripture, everything we do with Scripture, it's important that we are constantly hearing God speak to us. The Bible says in Matthew 4, verse number 4, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. God is speaking to us all the time. How many of you believe that God wants to speak to you? He wants to speak to you constantly. It suggests that we need bread. We need the bread of life. We need the Word of God to feed us, to sustain us, to help us to grow. It's also interesting that when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they were only able to eat manna that day, otherwise it would, it would become sour. It's almost like it represents how God will be feeding us constantly, but we need a fresh word from Him every day. We need to walk with Him every day. It's important that His word is alive to us and that He's speaking to us on an ongoing, constant basis. Many people will study the word, many people will read the word, but they'll never really hear the voice of God or even the Word will, will not really speak to them to cause them to walk in transformation, change, or to be empowered. See, the Word must come alive in you. It must come alive to you so that it can empower you to become and to step into the purposes and plans that God has. You must remember that fulfilling your destiny goes far beyond you. Fulfilling your purpose goes far beyond you. It really is part of God's plan. God's ultimate plan includes you. Hard to believe sometimes, right? But yes, even you. The Bible says He knows every hair on your head. He knows everything about you. So you are important to Him. 
But it's so important that we embrace His Word, that we embrace Him, that we embrace the truth, and that when we are embracing God's Word in truth, that Word will bring transformation and change in our lives. Amen. Don't worry, I'm starting very calmly this evening. I don't know what's going to happen yet. 1 Samuel 3, verse number 1. Watch this. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. Samuel was the young prophet in training at this stage. And the word of the Lord, watch this, was rare in those days. How can that be? How can the word of the Lord have been rare in those days? There was a temple. There was a, the tabernacle was there. The ark was there. The priest was there. People were hearing the word. But the Bible says that the, law, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. And then it tells us why. Because it says there was no widespread revelation. In other words, people were not hearing from God. The word can be there, but you're not hearing from him. And the reason why we know when people are not hearing from God is because you'll see no transformation. You'll, need, you'll see no progression. You'll see no change. Is anybody out there? Hello? <laughs> you're going to wake me up with your calmness, with your quietness. He says there was no widespread revelation. And I really sat and thought about this. How is this even possible? You know, when Jesus came, there were scribes, there were Pharisees, there were Sadducees, there were all these C's. And they were preaching and teaching and going to synagogues and sharing. But there was no revelation. God was silent. Nothing was changing. People's lives weren't being impacted. There was no transformation. There was no shaking. Everything was dying. The church and you as an individual can get to a place where you can be reading Scripture every day and it's doing nothing to you because there's no revelation or God is not speaking. And there can be several reasons for that. But it says this in verse number two, and it came to pass at that time that while Eli was lying down in his place, when his eyes began to grow so dim that he could not see. It's interesting. We know that he was old. We understand that. But it's almost like it also sort of suggests that he was getting to an age where he'd become so spiritually lazy. He'd become so spiritually blind to what was going on that he could not see. We know that his sons were committing all kinds of fornication and sin in the house of the Lord. There's a reason why I'm telling you this. Uh, not yet. I just want to be nice a little longer. <laughs> and then it says this. In verse 3 it says, And before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle. The lamp of God going out in the tabernacle most definitely has symbolism. A symbolic meaning that, that at that time it had gotten so bad that there was almost nothing left. There was almost no power. There was almost no revelation. There was almost no light anymore in the tabernacle. That God was no longer speaking and it had become silent at that time. But just before it goes out, the Bible says, that, the, that and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel and he answered. Watch this. This is so important. He says something so profound. He says, here I am. Here I am. I want you to understand that every day when you read your Bible, God is waiting for you to say, Lord, here I am. Every day when you open up the Scriptures, every day when you worship God, every day that you seek His presence, God is waiting for you to say, Lord, here I am. You see, it's not that God stopped speaking, it's that Eli stopped hearing. The priest had gotten to a place where he'd become spiritually dull. He'd lost, 
his desire and his passion and his zeal for God. He'd gotten to a place where he'd become stagnant and the Word of God was of no effect. There was no widespread revelation. If you study Scripture, you'll find out that the people at that time were messing around. How can these things be when God's Word is just so plain? and straightforward and not complicated. He says, do not do this. Let's just not do it. He calls certain things evil. Let's agree with Him. Because as soon as you start to water down the truth, it's no longer truth at all and will have no effect. Amen. Fuego, there we go. Amen. All right, let's keep going. Hallelujah. Watch this. Amos 8 verse 11. This is the word of the Lord to you this morning, this evening, church. Morning somewhere for you online. It's morning. I know where you are. Amos 8, verse number 11. The time is surely coming, says the Sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or water, but of hearing of the words of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from border to border searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. Watch this, beautiful girls and strong young men will go faint will grow faint in that day why because they are thirsting for the lord's word but his word is so available everywhere it's not that it's not there it's there but they're not hearing from god they're not tuning into him they're not on the same frequency that he's on they don't want to receive his word the way that it truly is because it's powerful it's sharp like a two-edged sword. It has the, the ability to go in and cut to the heart. Listen, when God's on the scene, when the presence of God is moving, it's incredible. His Word is like, it's so powerful. and has the ability to change everything. But the Bible's saying, listen, that there's a day that beautiful girls and strong young men will grow faint in that day. I want you to understand, young people, Goosebumps ain't going to cut it. It's wonderful. But if God's Word isn't bearing fruit on, in, in your life or on you or whatever you want to call it, the goosebumps mean nothing. There must be revelation. You must seek revelation. Well, you know, that's the pastor's fault. No. Sometimes. <laughs> but it's also you. You must have a desire. The difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is that we all have the Holy Spirit. Not only some can enter into the Holies, but all can enter into the Holy of Holies. God can open the eyes of whoever He wants and His Holy Spirit will be your teacher. That doesn't mean that you don't need teachers. Don't be stupid, man. But most certainly the Holy Spirit has the ability to open anybody's eyes. But He doesn't just open anybody's eyes. He opens up the eyes of the hungry, of the thirsty, those who desire to hear His voice. You have to have a desire to change. You have to have a desire. Holiness is not a curse word. Holiness is who you are when you're in Christ. You become like Him. But it's just what you desire. Are you with me? All right, let's move on. Matthew 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Why? Why are you blessed if you hunger and thirst for righteousness? I'll tell you why. Because you will be filled. But Pastor Alex, I thought I was righteous. Yes, you are righteous. But you still have to seek righteousness. Yes, you've been made righteous. 
there's no contradiction. It's straightforward. What it really means is that God purifies you. You will never get it right on your own, but you must always seek. Seek what righteousness? His righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. What does that mean? Lord, I need to hear your word. I need to hear what you have to say. I need to seek your face. I need to be hungry and thirsty to be changed and transformed. Lord, I want to do your will. I want to follow you. Your relationship with you is more important than anything else. I desire to hear your voice more than anything, God. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take anything else, but do not take your spirit from me. Those who seek righteousness. The only reason you can stay righteous is because of Him. That's what makes you righteous. It's Him that makes you righteous. But that doesn't mean that now you must stop and say, oh, I'm righteous, I'm done. it's done. When you say you're done, I want you to know something. You are done. Yes. You will, you will achieve a whole lot of zero. The Bible says that, that the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. Why? Because they understand. They understand that for far too long, the enemy stole from you and I what God had purposed for us from in the beginning. And now, in order for us to take it back, it's going to require someone that has some guts, someone that has some zeal, someone that has some passion, someone that says, listen, He has given me authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. But you see, many times we don't hear truth or we don't hear His voice because we don't want to receive it. Because the truth makes us, causes us to change. So you can either accept it or reject it. And it comes to us all, all the time. Amen. John 3 verse 18 says this. Watch this now. He who believes in Him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned. Aren't you glad you're a believer? Amen. You are not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. Watch this. That the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. We have chosen so many times to rather go after darkness, rather go after the things of this world than the light who has come into this world. And we know who that is. It's because of Him that we're not condemned. Right? That means that if He is the one who causes us to not be condemned and He is the light that has come into the world, surely we should desire that light in our lives. But the Bible says that men prefer the darkness. So they chase after the darkness rather than chasing after the light. And the fruit of it is evil. Are you with me? Let's go on. Verse 20. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth, everybody say truth. There is only one truth. There is not two versions or three versions. There's only one truth. That's the only kind of truth that can set you free. That's the only kind of truth that can change your life forever. That's the only kind of truth that can bring healing and deliverance. That's the only kind of truth that can bring you out of poverty. But he who does the truth comes, watch this, to the light. That his deeds may clearly be seen. 
Everybody say, I desire the light. Come on, do you desire the light? Oh, we're going to get somewhere this evening. I'm excited. Isaiah 5.20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Everybody say, Woe. And that doesn't just mean stop. That's a warning. That means watch out. Watch out, those of you that call good evil and evil good. Those of you that try and water down the Word of God. Not you, okay? Because I know you guys are not like that. It's that other guy. It's so important that we never ever do that. That we stay seeking after the truth of God's Word. You see, how many of you want to see miracles? How many of you want to see breakthrough in your life? How many of you want to experience provision and, and, and purpose and everything that God has for you? The only way to achieve it is to stay in the truth. That's why the enemy's greatest weapon is deception. He wants to deceive us from the truth. Matthew 6, 23, but if... Your eye is bad. Your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Wow. We could spend the rest of the evening on this verse. But we're not going to. Don't worry. <laughs> but he says, listen, and we talk about our eyes, what we see and what we look at, sure. But I want you to understand that what it also means is that when you receive the truth, when you receive the word, when you receive things, if it's not truth, it becomes darkness. It will cause you, your inner man, to be filled with all kinds of darkness. It's like your spirit or your soul, what it's receiving, what it's seeing, what it's receiving. If it isn't the truth, you can be filled with darkness. How great is that darkness when you begin to accept something that isn't truth and you call it truth, how far, how far does it go? How, how long is that journey into what that is and what causes you to desire to turn something that is the truth of God's Word that has power to set you free, that has power to deliver you, that has power to heal you? Why do we do that? Now watch. John 1 verse 1 will camp here for a little while. Are you guys still Okay. Amen. You're doing good tonight. Amen. I'm proud of you. All right. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning. He was in the beginning. The Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, so we know the Word was in the beginning. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. We know this is Jesus. All things were made through Him. And without Him, nothing was made that was made. In Him, watch this now. Watch this carefully now. In Him was life. Say, in Him is life. I want you to understand outside of Him, there is no life. You need to get this. In Him is life. Outside of Christ, there is no life. You may look alive, but if you don't have Christ in you, you are dead. That's why the Bible says you must be born again, because you must actually come to life. Outside of Christ, you are dead. We think you die when your body dies. That's not true. You're already dead until you get saved. Until Jesus comes into your life, you are not alive. In Him is life. That's it. Okay, now watch. Watch this now. In Him is life. And the life was the light of men. Everything in you that is good, that is life, is Him. Are you with me? And He causes you to become a light. He is the light. He is life. Watch this. He says, In Him was life, 
and the life, the life that you have was the light of men. The only thing that is pure, that is holy, that is good in you is the life. Who's the life? He is the life. And He causes you to walk in light and to be filled with light. That's why you need light. The more light you have, the more life you have. Are you with me? Now watch. Watch this now. He says, He says, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You must understand that when you get filled with Jesus, when, when you give your life to Him, and you begin to receive Him, and you begin to pursue Him, you get filled with light. That light gets rid of all the darkness. That light expels every plan, every purpose, every strategy, every evil thing that the enemy desires to bring against you. But you cannot mess around with that light. Because if you mess around with that light, that light is not light at all. You see, the more of the Word, the more of Jesus, the more of the Word you have in you, the more light there will be in you. But if the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? In other words, if the light that is in you, what you believe to be light that is in you is not true, it is darkness. And there's no light at all. Okay, a little bit meaty, I know, it's okay. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. John 8 verse 12, then Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have, watch here, the light of what? He is the life. If you follow Him, if you follow His ways, if you follow His truth, then you will experience light. That light will actually cause you to walk in real life. Until you are walking in the light, until you are following Him, until you are pursuing the truth. In other words, you have to be walking in seeking God. You have to be walking in seeking His voice because every time you hear from heaven, not just reading your Bible, but actually pursuing a relationship with God, actually pursuing to hear what God has to say. How many of you have read your Bible and all of a sudden you're reading and it's like you get so excited that you get up and you do that really bad dance that you do? Why? Because all of a sudden the Word that was on the page, the Logos became Rhema, it becomes revelation. And when it becomes revelation, it empowers you and fills you with light. Knowledge is not light, although knowledge is good. But it's when it becomes revelation, it's when it becomes alive, it's when you begin to live it, it's when you begin to, it begins to change you. That's when it begins to be effective. That's why many people will know the Word but have no light in them. They cannot speak life into you. They cannot look at you and be filled with, with love and power when they look at you. Their words carry no weight in the Spirit, although they have lots of knowledge. That's why a relationship with God is so important. But it must be coupled with the truth of His Word. As your pastor, I don't expect you to be perfect. It's impossible. As wonderful as you are, you just can't be perfect. I get it. But the truth is being spoken. And you have a choice with that truth. It's either going to change you or it isn't. And if it's not changing you, you are not hearing from heaven. And I want you to know that He is speaking. He is speaking to you. He is speaking to me all the time. What will you do with the Word? Will you allow that light to give you life? Or will that light become darkness? 
and you'll be in church for 25 years, but somehow you've become more bitter. How come? Even though you know the truth, the truth has not set you free. Why? Because it hasn't planted in you. You didn't receive it. You didn't want to change. You cannot be sitting here for more than a few months and not be married and sleeping with someone. It's just not possible. Don't clap. Don't clap. That's an easy one to go after. We have to change, guys. We have to change the way we live so that we can walk in the light. This is not a condemnation thing. It's an easy, it's an easy target. Okay? There are many things. The truth is, is that the truth will set you free. We have to change. If God's word comes at us and it says, listen, we need to change the way we live. We need to change the way we speak. We need to change the way we treat people. We must begin to pursue that. Otherwise, the word is not real in us. And how great is the darkness that is in us? And who are we fooling but ourselves? I don't want to bring up people's sin. That's not my goal. But you don't know how heartbreaking it is for me when I hear something about an individual that's been here for so long and I'm thinking to myself, how is it possible when God's power is falling and people are being touched and last week we had two major knee miracles, like serious, you should find out, it was awesome. They were both supposed to have surgery. They're not needing no surgery no more. These things should be normal. And it shouldn't just be knees. It should be cancer and it should be all kinds of things. But the problem is we water down the Word of God and then we expect it to have effect. It won't. I'm not saying perfection. We make mistakes. That's why God has given us His Son to make us righteous. Without that, we wouldn't have be able to be righteous. But we should seek that righteousness. You see, it's when you stop seeking that you get into trouble. Are you with me? You think I'm bad. Listen, Paul handed people over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh. I'm not kidding. Go read your Bible. He was very judgmental. No, what was he doing? He was making sure that people understood it's not a game. Are you with me, guys? Amen. Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. His word, listen, if you, if you chase after God, His word will give you understanding. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. He will give you understanding. He'll give every one of us understanding if we desire Him. And this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Listen, it's two things. It's a lamp to my feet. It gives me clear direction. It makes sure that I don't stumble. What does that? What causes me to make sure I don't make a mistake and step on something that can hurt me and destroy me? His word. His word. But guess what? I, I can either go, okay, God, I, I see it. Yes, no, I'm going to avoid it. Yes, no, God, I see that there. Oh, there's a snake. Let me just kind of go this way. Or you can be, ah, I don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's as simple as that. It really is. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so glad I can see it. But you know, I don't really believe that snake's real. And a light to my path. Guess what? You want to know the direction you're supposed to go? You want to be able to see the, the future, the plans that He has for you? You'll only find it in Him and in His Word when He is speaking to you. You must pursue Him. You must pursue His voice. He must speak to you. You see, if you say to me, well, I can't hear God's voice. Listen, if you say, this, Pastor Alex, the Bible says, that I should not take up any idols. I agree. I believe that's true. Guess what? 
you heard His voice. It has become real to you. It has become something that you've made a decision not to do. Therefore, you have proved that you understand. You have understanding. He has given understanding to the simple, simple, you know. Any one of us, if we choose to believe it, if we choose to pursue it, it's not rocket science. You don't have to be sitting there and going and thinking you're going to get some great revelation. The Bible calls good, good, uh, good and bad, bad. And the Bible says this is right and this is wrong. It's not rocket science. The children, there was no widespread revelation anymore because the children of Israel were doing what they were not supposed to do. God never really stops talking. What really happens is we do this. But not in oceans. Amen. Not here. Amen. You better say amen or you're going to have to say oh my. Come on guys. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. His own special people. You are special. That you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you, watch this, out of darkness into His marvelous light. Marvelous light. He called you out of darkness so that you could walk in His light. And every time you accept and choose to pursue truth with your whole heart, you may make mistakes. That's what grace is for. Where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. That is most certainly not a license. Thank God for grace. We all need it. But it's those that seek righteousness that are filled. It's those that seek first the kingdom. The kingdom is His ways, His statutes, His designs, His dominion, His plans, His purposes, His authority, His power. There's no kingdom without those things. Seek first that. That's all Him, His will. And then His righteousness to walk as He is, to walk as He wants, to walk as He desires. It doesn't say you must do them or you're damned. It doesn't say that. It says you must, do, you must seek them. Come on, is anybody out there? You guys just want me to come and speak on fire and love and power and that's it. No. I want to, but in order to see fire, we need to see repentance. And, I'm, and, and, and this may not be appropriate to you, but you can be going, yes, Pastor Alex, I know that day that I changed my life. I agree with you. This is true. It was that day that I started to pursue the Lord. It was that day that I said, I'm not going to compromise with that anymore. Then I made a mistake and I fell into a trap. But guess what? I repented. I got up and I carried on because I read the Word and He spoke to my heart and His Word is true. Come on. Got so many scriptures, I don't want to read them all. How many of you really desire to be closer to the Lord? Amen. Amen. Listen to this. Psalm 43 verse 3 says, Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me and let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. If you really desire to encounter the Lord, to encounter His presence, and I don't know about you, but man, that's my desire. The Bible says, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. It's those who desire His truth. Those who desire to walk in the light. The Holy Spirit will speak to you, not condemn you. He doesn't come to make you feel guilty. He comes to say to you, this is an opportunity for you to change. This is an opportunity for you to surrender. Because I want to fill you with light and with life. 
That's God's desire. He loves us so much that He desires to fill us with His life. The truth is, you know, there's, we talk about the walking dead. You literally are the walking dead when you don't know Christ. But when you know Him, you are filled, you've accepted life. You've accepted true life. And now the more you seek Him, the more He fills you with His light. You can hear from God every day. The Word of the Lord does not need to be scarce in your house. But He only fills those who seek Him, who seek righteousness. What is righteousness really? The truth. Right standing to walk with Him. His truth. Are you with me? Do you understand, guys? That's my desire for you. There is no greater reward for a pastor to see someone when they surrender years later, when they really surrender years later, make mistakes, we all do, but to see them pursuing the Lord, walking in their destiny, walking in their purpose. I've cried many tears with many people in this church that have suffered many, many things. And I watch you as you go through those valleys, how you pursue the Lord and you don't allow those things to sway you off off your track, off your cause. And I watch the hand of the Lord on your life and His blessing. And every time you overcome, it's another victory for you. It's another victory. It's you go from strength to strength, from glory to glory. He takes you from faith to faith as as you do those things. And you continue to pursue Him, pursue His righteousness, pursue His truth, pursue His voice. The light in you, is it light or is it darkness? I could have spent a lot more time there, but what is your desire? We all want the things But are we willing to seek Him first? Are we willing to pursue Him and put His Word first above everything else? Or aren't we? It's up to us to make that choice. Are you with me? Let's bow our heads. Father, I thank you this evening for your word. I thank you, Lord, that Jesus is our life. And he is the light of men. And the more we are filled with his word, him, his word, the more that light will increase in our lives. And surely, God, as your word clearly states, that that light will shine in the dark places and that darkness will not be able to withstand it, comprehend it. It will cast out every form of darkness, God. Sometimes, Lord, we struggle so much in areas in our lives, but surely if we surrender to you and seek after you, you will deliver us. For you are a deliverer. You've delivered nations. How much easier is it to deliver one individual? You've parted seas for entire generations, God. Surely you can touch us now. Father, my prayer for every person in this place is that they will become pursuers. We will become pursuers of your truth, of revelation, of hearing your voice, God, walking with you, seeking after you with everything inside of us. Lord, I pray this this evening in this place that not one person will leave here, God, not being drawn to you, Father. If anyone has lost their way, backstood and become lukewarm, God, that you would touch them tonight, that you would draw them to you, Father, that not anyone will leave here this evening, Father, bound by, 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 
feeling guilty or bad because of things they've done wrong, but rather, God, that tonight would be a place where we come to you and surrender our hearts to you and surrender our lives to you. And this can go from something really heavy, Father, to just a situation in our marriage or a situation in our relationships or in in our business, anything, Father, where we say tonight, I'm going to give that to you, God. I've held on to it and I know you're not happy with it. I know it's against your word, but tonight I'm going to give it to you, Father. I'm going to surrender it to you, Father. Allow your light to shine. Allow your light to shine in that dark place. And surely, Father, that darkness will not be able to comprehend it. I pray, God, for every person. I pray for every young person. Father, they have different struggles, different challenges, especially today, God. I pray, God, that you will give them a boldness like you did Joshua and Caleb. Did you not say to them in that day, only be strong and courageous. Only be strong and courageous and watch, watch, watch what what will happen. Watch how He will place you and, and put you on a hilltop and give you a voice. And you will be a voice in this generation, those who stand boldly for the truth, those that stand bravely for the truth, the truth. You will see the hand of the Lord come upon you in ways that you could not even imagine. For surely the hour has come. Yes, it's not coming, it has come. Where the Lord will begin to move with great power once again. Great power, greater power than that than that, that we have seen in the past. For surely there are a people right now on the earth that their main focus, their main desire is to seek after you with their whole heart, God. And Lord, all we want is your truth, is your word. The deeper we seek for your ways, for your truth, for revelation, to hear your voice, to know you more, the more we see your power manifest, the more we see your love. Love manifest. God, take a hold of every person's heart tonight in this place and draw them to yourself, God. Does your word not say that no one comes to you unless you draw them? So I ask, Holy Spirit, right now that you will draw every person under the sound of my voice, either in this building or watching online. Father, I pray that that's compromise, that lukewarmness, that laziness that the enemy desires to bring against us would be broken and destroyed in our lives, that you will give us an excellent spirit like you did Daniel father who set his heart to seek the Lord father I pray that that will be us we will be a generation like Daniel was we will be a generation that does not desire to compromise but desires to seek your face your word clearly says that you are seeking those who will worship you in spirit from the inner man with all of every fiber of their being in spirit and truth. Not my will, but your will be done, God. In this place, in my life, in every person in this place's life, God, have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place. Have your way. Have your way. If you've come here this evening, every eye closed, every head bowed, and you say, Pastor Alex, that's me. Tonight, I want to just completely surrender to him. Tonight, I want to come to him and I want his truth. I want to hear his voice. I'm tired. I'm tired. If that's you, quickly slip your hand up. Don't don't be afraid. Hands going up everywhere. Can I ask you if you've raised your hand, don't be afraid. Quickly come to the front. Don't be afraid. Don't stay in your seat. Come quickly. Ma'am, the lady, I want you to know something. You, the Lord, the Lord, His hand is on you. He's busy working in your heart this evening. Everything is about to change for you. If you receive this word tonight, remember what he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. My dear, if you only knew how awesome it is to seek the kingdom of God. Jesus came preaching the message of the gospel of the kingdom. When we understand the kingdom and what it really means and represents, we can never be the same again because we realize that there's much more to us than meets the eye. And then we desire to walk as He is because He is awesome. His righteousness causes us to enter into communion and fellowship with Him. And this is the word of the Lord for you. God is about to change everything for you. He's about to touch you and change you and and do a whole new thing. It's a new day for you. 
I see how God is doing this. It's like everything, all the broken stuff. It's like he's taking a broom. Do you know what a broom is? I come from Africa. And he's wiping it. He's sweeping it all the way. It's all swept away. But the Bible says this. The Bible says that when the house is clean, and the house is clean, when the house is clean, that the enemy desires to come back and find that house empty. This is the word of the Lord for you today. Don't allow your house to be empty, but begin to pursue him with all of your heart. And you will have victories that you couldn't have before, now you will have them. In the mighty name of Jesus, this is for you. And for all of you that are up here in the front, this word is for you. Take it now in Jesus' name. Can I ask you guys just to come a little bit closer here? Just come a little closer. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 Just give me your hand. You're going to be okay. You're going to be just fine. Amen. Amen. Father, just follow now. Just touch her now, Holy Spirit. Lord, just, there we go. There he is right now. Just receive him now. Just follow more, Lord, more, Lord. There he is. There's the power of God now. There he is. He's going to take your heart. He's going to put what's broken back together. He's going to restore. He's going to make all things whole again for you. In the name of Jesus, you have been drawn back to him tonight in a new way. Just take it. Amen. Take it, take it, take it. Amen. 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 Father, just fill him up. Just fill him up, God. Just fill him up, Lord. Man, these people in the front here, they, are, they mean business with God tonight. Father, just renew him. Renew him, Lord. Just renew her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command all the darkness that has followed you to be removed from you now in Jesus' name. I command every form of darkness to go in the name of Jesus under the sound of my voice that has tormented this woman. I command you to leave her now in Jesus' name. All things will be made, listen to me, whole. You will be made whole in the name of Jesus right now. Right now. There it is. There it is right now. There he is. Just follow, Lord. Just follow up, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, just receive him now. There he is. There he is. There it is. In Jesus' name, just be made whole. Just be made whole. There he is. There he is. There he is. Amen. Amen. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Go after the truth. Go after the truth in Jesus' mighty name. Touch him now, Lord. There he is. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for this precious man, for this precious woman, Lord. In the name of Jesus, right now. Right now, God. Right now, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, that you love her so much. Father, she is yours. She is yours, God. Yes, yes, yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, you belong, says God, to me. You belong to me. You are not alone. And I give you thanks for it. In the mighty name of Jesus, all things are being made whole. In Jesus' mighty name. It's a beginning for you, a new start. Just receive Him now. In the name of Jesus, right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. There He is. Just follow up, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's give the Lord a clap. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah.
Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this young man tonight, God. Lord, I come against every plan of the enemy, every strategy of Satan to bring him down, to crush him. I see how the enemy tried to crush you. But the Lord says, I will not allow the enemy to crush you. For the Lord will give you a voice, young man. In the days that lie ahead, God will give you a voice. What you thought is not possible, God will do in your life. Listen, as a servant of the Lord, I stand before you this evening in this place. And I command every form of darkness, every evil spirit that has plagued you and tried to bring condemnation over you and tried to cause you to come to a place where you felt completely worthless. I come against it now in the name of Jesus. I break your power over this young man. I speak life. I speak life. Do you hear me? I speak life to you, young man. I come against the spirit of death. I break its power over you now in the name of Jesus. You will live. You will live. You will live in the name of Jesus now. Father Philip, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak life into you, young man. I speak the light of the world into you. I speak, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak, I speak life into him, God. I speak your word, your love, your power, your goodness, your mercy, who you are into him, Father. Fill him right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let him never be the same. Even in his belly, God, I pray this evening that rivers of living water will begin to flow out of Him, God, like never before. In the mighty Name of Jesus, use Him for Your glory, God. In Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name. You have a choice now, young man. You have a choice. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Father Philip? Use Him, God. In the Name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus. And I give you thanks for it now. Come on, give the Lord a clap. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Are you guys okay? Did you get something out of this word this evening? If we do it His way, it's the the only way. Amen. It's when we start to do it His way that we begin to breathe for the first time. That we begin to see for the first time. And we begin to hear for the first time. He's the one who opens our eyes. In this world, we are blinded by all the stuff that we see with our natural eyes that we think is life. No, it's not real life. Real life is in the spirit which existed long before any of us had this. Amen. And He came to give us that life and to fill us with light as we pursue Him so that we can walk in that light and not have to walk in darkness. Are you with me? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There are many of you that didn't come forward. You raised your hand, but you know, that's absolutely understandable. That's fine. Just do me one favor, please. Take the word tonight. Just take the word. Amen. Just begin to pursue him and the truth and watch what happens. Is that okay? All right, let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you. We worship you. You are our desire. I long to be with you, God, more and more. For surely you are the life that is in us. You're the life of men. 
We're so grateful for your mercy, for your love, for your goodness. Father, right now I just pray that you fill this place with a peace that surpasses understanding over every individual. Let them know that they are yours. You are our provider, our sustainer, our healer, our deliverer. You are our God. And we love you so much. We're so grateful to you. I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the love of the Father and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you as you leave this place tonight. Go in the peace of God. Experience His peace, even at your house, His favor and His love. In the mighty name of Jesus and all God's people said, Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Have a wonderful and peaceful.